Welcome to Treadmill Talks with Shannon Maves, a podcast for athletes and fitness enthusiasts to pass the time during mind-numbing cardio while I use my no-bullshit coaching style to educate, inspire, and entertain. I'm your host, Shannon Maves. Now let's walk and talk. Hello, and thank you so much for tuning into episode 15 of Treadmill Talks, the one where life comes first. I'm going to start this episode by sharing my personal story about my recent decision to end my competition prep in order to completely shift my priorities with the intention of being fully present during some pretty huge life changes that are happening to me right now. Then I will be giving some coaching advice about embracing the different seasons of life and knowing when it is okay and sometimes best to put something like a physique or a weight loss goal to the side. If you follow me on social media, you may already know some of this story, but I am going to tell it again for those who do not know what I am referring to, as well as go into a little bit more detail as to why I made the tough decision to come out of prep when I was just five weeks out from my first show of the season. My husband, Matt, has been a restaurant manager for about five years and has done really well working his way up in the company. But in a way, he had somewhat hit the glass ceiling as far as how high up he could get within the company while still living in Tucson. So we knew that in order for him to continue to grow within the company, it would mean having to relocate at some point. Now, I am born and raised in Tucson, and not only is my entire family here, but I genuinely love this city. However, I've always said that I would love to live somewhere else, even if it's just for a little while. I want to fully experience someplace new outside of just a vacation in order to kind of just live a life. Even if I decide in the future to come back home to Tucson, I've never wanted to be the person who was born and then dies in the same town without ever knowing any different. So when Matt was offered the job in Tampa, we were both ecstatic because the job itself is exactly what he had been hoping for. And Tampa was actually one of the top places that we had said we would be open to moving to. But as far as my competition prep, the timing was shit. He was offered the job when I was just five weeks out from my first competition of the season. And fuck, dude, I looked the best I had ever looked at five weeks out. Like, I could have stepped on stage that day and beat my physique from the year before. It would have undoubtedly been my best physique ever. And I still had over a month to make even more improvements. So even though I was so excited to start this new chapter of my life, I didn't really know what it meant for me as a competitor because they were telling him that they wanted him to start working in Tampa in five weeks when I was five weeks out. Like what the fuck? Fucking seriously? <sighs> That's also not a lot of time to move our entire lives across the country. So after talking things through with my coach, we both agreed that it would be in my best interest to reverse my macros back up and take a little bit of a break while I just kind of took things day by day and tried to maintain my physique as best as I could during the move. And then once I got out there, we could see where my physique is at and come up with a new game plan for shows. 
I was totally on board with this plan and was actually pretty hyped since Florida has a ton of great shows. I started thinking to myself, okay, cool. I'll get out there, get right back into prep and do a regional show like a month later to warm up so that I can compete at North Americans instead of Masters Nationals. But then I started thinking about all of the logistics of things. Matt and I are going to have one vehicle when we first get out there, and he's going to have to take it to and from work. So I'm going to be stuck at home, and I don't know if I'm going to have a gym that I can get to easily or a grocery store. But okay, I've been doing this long enough now that I can figure all of that shit out. I can just train at home if I have to and use Instacart to deliver me groceries. But oh God, this move is going to be pretty stressful. And I know that when I'm stressed, my sleep suffers, I don't recover as well, and my progress usually stalls quite a bit. So I don't know if competing soon after we get there is actually very feasible. By the way, guys, this is the in a nutshell version. My mind was spiraling, thinking about a million different things in addition to all of this. I know it sounds a little bit dramatic, but I legitimately think I was going through the stages of grief, mourning the loss of the competition that I had been so excited to do and had stripped away from me. And this was me going through the bargaining stage, trying to figure out how I could make it all work, despite being thrown such a massive curveball. Then I hit the depression stage and I fell off track pretty hard. I was packing up things in my garage when I thought to myself, fuck this. I want pizza and a margarita. So I took a break from packing and I at least made the wise decision to save myself some money. And I went to the grocery store instead of a restaurant and I picked up a frozen pizza, an OTR spicy margarita and a couple of cookies. And I remember thinking to myself, are you sure you want to do this? I even said to myself the phrase that usually helps me stay on track, which is make the decision you'll be proud of tomorrow. And I said, yep, fuck this. I want pizza, cookies, and margaritas. And fuck, was it all so delicious. God, those are three of my favorite things in life, and I hadn't had them in months. So I was quite content that day. I had literally zero guilt. Because I knew that I would get back on track and I just needed to let myself have that moment of weakness to process all of my emotions. And a random silver lining to getting drunk while I was packing up my life was that it helped me throw caution to the wind and get rid of a ton of shit that I didn't want to have to move across the country. (laughs) And then the next day I did tell my coach everything and I got right back on plan. My workout wasn't super awesome because because, I mean, tequila. (laughs) And it was definitely a mental struggle getting back to my usual meals after eating such delicious food. And I still wasn't in the best headspace ever, still processing quite a few things. But after a couple of days, I started to get to the acceptance phase. And I realized that I needed to just pull the fucking plug on prep altogether. As much as I love competing, This is a huge life event and a massive change. And it's a chapter of my life that I want to be fully present for. And when I'm in prep, I want to give my 110% effort. 
And I realized that a move this big would probably mean having to miss workouts. And what about when I get together with all of my friends and family to say goodbyes? Could I bring all of my meal prep food to stay on track? Yeah, of course. But do I want to do that? No, not really. And how the fuck would I bring all of my meal prep food with me on a five-day road trip across the country with two animals? And what about when Matt and I get to our new home and we move into a house with no food? Plus, I know that we're going to want to go check out some of the restaurants in our new city when we get there. So, yeah, prep is going to have to wait. The stage will always be there, but this chapter of my life is only going to happen once. And I want to enjoy it and not add any more stress to it. Not only do I need the physical energy to literally pack up my entire life and move it 2,000 miles away, but I also need the emotional energy to say goodbye to my friends, my family, my home, and the city that I love. Not to mention be there to support my husband as he completely changes his entire career and continue to give my career and my clients my full attention because coaching will always take priority over competing for me. And I still plan on making my clients a top priority during this time. That's like a total non-negotiable. I'm sure a lot of people won't understand why this was such an emotional decision for me, but if you're a competitor, you know the amount of work and dedication it takes to prep. And I was doing everything I could to push myself even further this year in order to compete at the national level. So it really crushed me to make this decision, especially when I saw other competitors talking on social media about how they prepped through big life changes like a move or something. But this is where we need to not play the comparison game, because even though they did it, and even though I could do it, I knew that pulling out of prep was 1000% the best decision for me personally, because life has seasons. And this season of my life is not intended for competing. Like I said, the stage will always be there. And this just means more time to improve so that whenever I do decide to compete again, I'm just going to be even better than I would have been this summer. So right now I am shifting my focus and that's okay. But enough about me though. Let's talk about those different seasons of life because we all have them whether you're a competitor or not. Obviously, as a competitor, there are much more literal seasons, being that you have in-season and improvement season, both of which should be embraced for what they are. And I'll dive more into that in just a bit. But first, let's talk about just kind of general seasons of life. When things are going great and work is good and all of our personal relationships are good, it's a lot easier to work towards something like a physique or a weight loss goal. Other times we might have a few more normal life stressors and they might be a bit more acute. So we remain motivated to accomplish our fitness goals because let's be honest, life is rarely perfect. And most of the times we need to learn to kind of just suck it up and deal with shit. But then there are the times when life throws giant curveballs at you, like moving to fucking Florida. Or maybe something terrible happened and shit just downright hits the fan. In those instances, sometimes it's best not to work towards something like an aesthetic goal. Now, let me be clear. 
I am in no way saying that it is okay to neglect your health when shit gets tough because your health should always be a top priority. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm not even going to negotiate on this because you need to put on your oxygen mask before you can assist others. And you can't pour from an empty cup and whatever other fucking analogy you want to hear about putting yourself first. I understand that shit can get hard, like really hard. I've been through hard times and I've had clients that have been through some really hard times, but pushing your health to the side is only going to hurt the situation no matter what it is. If you're horribly depressed because maybe you're grieving the loss of a loved one, eating like shit and lying around all day is not going to help the situation. I understand that it is extremely hard to pull yourself out of a depressive episode. I'm not trying to downplay that. But if you're not at least trying to take care of yourself on the most basic human level, then you're not giving yourself a fighting chance. What I am saying, though, is that during a shit time like that, it's probably in your best interest not to stress about something like a physique goal because you're most likely going to benefit more by focusing your energy on dealing with and processing whatever it is you need to. Or maybe you're in a situation where you all of a sudden have to become a caregiver to someone, whether that be your own child or your elderly parents. You still need to take care of yourself because you're not going to be able to give them the quality care that they deserve if you're sleep deprived and malnourished. But again, this is a time in your life that physicals might be better pushed later down the road in order to focus on being there for your loved ones. Or maybe finances are tight or work stress is at an unbelievable high. Then those are seasons of your life that maybe work should take priority over your fitness goals, but still keep your health a priority. Maybe the season of life you're in isn't negative, like me moving to Florida. Even though there's definitely some stress around the move itself, I'm generally pretty fucking hyped about it. But it's a big life event and a huge change that I want to be able to put more of my energy into without having competition prep take away from my experience on this crazy fucking adventure that I'm about to embark on with my husband. Because my marriage will always come before a physique goal as well. Maybe you're getting married soon. Focus on your wedding. Because if you're lucky, you only have one. And you should experience it to the fullest. Or maybe you're going on a once-in-a-lifetime vacation. In which case, that might not be the best time to start dieting. I think by now I've made it pretty clear as to what I mean by life having seasons. Some are good seasons. Some are bad seasons but they're all temporary, which is a phrase I actually like to tell myself pretty often. It's all temporary because it reminds me during those hard times that this too shall pass. And it reminds me during those good times to really soak it all in and appreciate the moment for what it is. And that phrase also helps me get through a lot as a competitor, which brings me back to the literal seasons that a competitor goes through. There are tough parts about being in season, and there are tough parts about being in an improvement season. Prep is hard for some pretty obvious reasons, hunger, fatigue, busy schedules, etc. 
and improvement season can be hard as you are watching the lines and definitions fade while the scale is going up, getting further and further from your stage weight. It can definitely be a mind fuck, but it's all temporary. And both of those seasons have a purpose. During prep, fitness does obviously need to be a top priority if you're trying to be competitive, but your life should still come first. Don't neglect things like your marriage or your job for the sake of a competition that is one fucking day of your life because you need your significant other and your career every other day of your life. And prep is no excuse to let them go to shit. Competing should add joy and fulfillment to your life, not take away from it. I mean, yes, there are going to be days that are fucking hard during prep. And sometimes you need to just balls up and get through those days because oftentimes those are the days that actually make competing so rewarding. But if you're constantly miserable or if you're dropping the ball at work every day or you're snapping at your significant other all the time, then maybe you need to take a closer look at your priorities and ask yourself if this is really the appropriate season of your life to be competing. And if you ultimately decide that this is not the time to compete, give yourself some grace. It's okay. Prep is hard and the stage will always be there. So you can compete whenever it is the time for you. Don't let all of the noise from others pressure you into doing something that is not in your best interest. In general, when it comes to fitness goals, just know that it is okay to ease up on yourself when you're in a season of life that requires you to put more energy into your relationships or your job or whatever else. Love and accept your body for what it is capable of and appreciate how it serves you. Focus on getting through whatever you need to get through and try your best not to go off the fucking rails. Hire a therapist to help you deal with the shit in your head if you need to. Or hire a coach to help you navigate those crazy times. I know it might sound counterintuitive to what this episode is all about, but I swear to you that oftentimes the best time to hire a coach is when shit is tough because you need that support more than ever. And if you can learn how to take care of yourself when shit is hard, then taking care of yourself when shit is good will be the easiest thing ever. And you will have a much better foundation and starting point when you are ready to set something like a physique goal. Just make sure that you are clear with your coach that your current goals are not on aesthetics or weight loss and are more so on just needing accountability and helping you get through life's craziness. I have plenty of clients that I've been working with for years and life happens. We've had to completely shift priorities from time to time. But the ones who have stayed with me when shit got crazy are the ones who have been the most successful long-term because sometimes you just need that support or an outside perspective from someone who has your best interest in mind and can tell you shit like, maybe we pump the brakes on the diet and focus on going into a health phase right now. It might not be what you want to hear in the moment because maybe you're the person who wants to try to just grind it out despite whatever life is throwing at you. But my coaching style is very no bullshit. And I am always going to put my clients physical and mental well-being first. 
even if it means telling them what they don't want to hear. Because ultimately, they tend to thank me later down the road. So if you're interested in working with me on your physique goals, or if you want to work with me to help you just focus on your health while life is happening, then click the link in the show notes to apply for coaching. Thank you for listening to Treadmill Talks. If this episode taught you something, lit a fire under your ass, or at least helped you forget how long you've been walking in place, please leave a review or take a screenshot to share on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at Shannon Maves so I can give you some love right back. And thanks again for listening to my Treadmill Talk.